Shout out my cousin Kevin. <clears throat> we are live, so don't say nothing crazy. While you sitting there, uh, while you sitting there doing your uh, text messages, I want to welcome everybody to. Oh my the, bad, I didn't know it was live. I I just said that. Oh, I wasn't paying attention because I was texting. All right, well, uh, I want to welcome everybody to the Royal Address. I'm sitting down with one of um, the pastors at All Nations Worship Assembly, you San didn't Antonio. You have to say that. You could have just said Chris. Like, you just, oh, no. We, you don't uh, have to let it be known that. Uh, one of my brothers, he's definitely my my biggest bro. Actually, he's like a um, he's like an uncle, so I call him Uncle Chris Smith. Uh, I'm sitting down with him. We're, we're doing something nostalgic here at the Royal Address. Um, I like to go to places where I kind of met the met the person or that holds, you know, significance. And I met Pastor Chris. Wait, can I call you Chris or Pastor Chris? Man, you can call me Chris. Oh, y'all don't understand. Well, can I call but, you, bro? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is difficult. You really are. <laughs> so, um, I met him at. Uh, Eastside Boys and Girls Club. I'm gonna try to make this um, story short. Um, I was uh, in a broken place in 2016, 2015, 16, and uh, I was in a learning center. I was in the learning center where I did. I um, was stationed. I was a lead there, and there was this guy that I really didn't like, and it was Chris, and uh, he had came into into my room i was playing uh the life of pablo um ultra light beam uh by kanye west uh it just came out he heard gospel so he came in the room and he said what you listening to and we really didn't talk that much and i said it's kanye he said oh kanye and he just kind of like walked out and then um one of our other pastors at all nations she was working here pastor deidre shout out d greg uh you're just putting everybody out here i am and uh, and uh she was like, that's Kelly Price. I know Kelly Price. I know Kelly Price. I know when I hear it. Um, that was just a sidebar. But after that, I walked over to the teen center, and I asked him what he thought about Kanye. He didn't really have a problem with him. It was just some of the stuff, um, some, like, idol worship and stuff that Kanye was kind of into <laughs> in earlier in his career. He didn't agree with, which I didn't understand, which sparked a conversation of eventually we got to, is God real? Man, you really jogging my memory because I don't remember all of that. Okay, I can. We're in the room that it happened. We were sitting in the. Well, I, I do remember that part, but uh -huh. what you're talking about, Kanye and all that, I don't remember that. I don't recall that. So. Well, it did to me because I'm probably one of the biggest Kanye fans, and I knew. Oh, because I was kind of low key bashing your guy. Yeah, and he, yeah, you got a tattoo of him on your arm. <laughs> it's not even him. It's a bear. It's a Kanye bear. Well, Actually, you know what artist. he represents, though. That's why. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so without further ado, I just gave y'all that little backstory really quick so y'all can kind of know, and then we're going to get into some other stuff. I, I want to hear about what happened when you said, uh, the conversation is God real. I want to know, I know you're interviewing me, but I want to know your thoughts. If you, when that happened, <laughs> I want, okay. I want y'all to understand something. Somehow this is turning into a co-host podcast. First one was with my dad. He asked me questions right out the gate, and now Chris is asking me questions right out the gate. We're not even five minutes in. So somehow Facts. the Royal Address is people 
interviewing me. So maybe that might be a theme. From his Genesis, that's what it's going to be. Okay, he getting real pastoral. From his Genesis, that's what it's going to be. Wow. All right. Um, I'm going to turn him up a little bit. There we go. He was kind of low. That's All fine. Right. So, um, is God real? Yeah, we were talking. We were talking about it because I was like, man, I had, um, I was like, I've seen stuff, you know. I'm kind of scared of like, I've seen like spirits and stuff. And you kind of gave me this, uh, this little brief, like brief uh, overview, I guess. You were kind of just like, you know, maybe he's open, maybe he opened you up to see uh, supernatural things and stuff. And then you told me a story about uh, you had, um, you said all feelings aren't bad because you said if you feel kind of weird, then uh, uh, eerie or something, it could be something. But you said there was one time you felt something weird and you were praying and then you saw, I remember that, you saw an angel mm-hmm. at your door, mm-hmm. uh, broad shoulder. It kind of was like the, yeah, I got you. The, uh, the length of the door, the height of the door. And I was like, okay. That kind of intrigued me, so we just started talking about stuff like that. But we're not, dog. We're not here to get into that. Into that. I mean, I bet you people are gonna be wondering, like, what is he talking about when you're talking about the angel and the whole thing? That, and then they're gonna come up and ask you on Sunday. Well, who, whoever asked me, yeah, we'll see. Um. <laughs> so yeah, that's how we met. If y'all didn't know, I'm sorry. I didn't even give his name. Uh, I won't give his full name. Try me if you want. To. <laughs> Because you know uh, I will call you out. Uh, Pastor Chris Smith, uncle, brother, um, philanthropist, uh, <laughs> mentor. <laughs> oh, we're going to have fun on here. Wow. Uh, Pastor Chris, sorry for holding you so late. I know we were supposed to start about an hour ago. I just want to let you know, he texted me to be here. I he, was here before him. That's okay. He was late. And God still be, he's still getting praise. And he's still getting all honor. And you all didn't pray before this started. I, how you know I didn't? <laughs> you were late. Well, that that's what you were doing. You were praying before yes. you got in. Yes. Oh, okay. I was seeking. Don't lie. I was seeking. Okay. <clears throat> um. So, uh, we met here at Eastside Boys and Girls Club, and um, this guy, I was telling one of my brothers uh, before I wanted to interview uh, Chris. I was telling him. This guy is the point guard to my salvation. Now, what that means is this guy ran point with basically changing my life, how I viewed everything. <clears throat> Eventually, you should after you get saved, when you get really, 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 really saved. When you get really saved, it should change how you view life. And it shouldn't be just um, like, oh, I don't do that because, no, but... How can I say? I don't want to step on nobody's toes. Hey, this is your thing. <laughs> uh, I ain't said nothing. Uh, you. Uh, this is off script. The but royal address. When you when you get saved, it should not be a um, life for play. This is real life, and some things should change. So basically, my whole life uh, was changing, and the view of everything, my transformation, all of that was happening. Um, and it all started with Chris. So uh, I talked to you about like a month ago, you were telling me, uh, uh, I just ran a blank. You were telling me a month ago that 
you were jokingly saying, but you were like, I see that you needed Christ. When I asked you why did you reach out to me, you said, I know you needed Christ. I want the people I want people to come um uh come and get saved. You're hitting the table. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, okay. Uh uh you want people to come get saved and uh, you just wanted to see people love Jesus and 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 that's what uh, evangelizing is. Are you evangelist? No. You remember, what but Paul we was all like, called to evangelize. You remember, Paul was like, "Are you an evangelist?" That that wasn't towards me. That was someone else. But we didn't know who he was talking we, to. We are, I knew who he was talking to. But yeah, we're all someone. called to evangelize. No, I'm not an evangelist. Right. So, um, but you wanted you wanted to make sure that you saw this little helpful. A helpless, dirty little soul man. You saw my soul, and you were like, "He needs Jesus. He needs saving. He needs the refining fire." What made you? What made you? Just you know, be open. And oh, and I'm, I have to say this, and then I'm gonna let him go. You did not. Um, it wasn't a lot of Jesus talk. It wasn't a lot of Bible talk. It wasn't a lot of verse talk. I think he evangelized through dominoes when I used to smack his head. Okay, first off, so now I'm going to go ahead and talk. First off, don't lie on your podcast. Um, Actually, I can you, do whatever I want. You did not smack me in dominoes. You just recently started, like, getting better. Okay. Okay. So, initially, uh, I didn't like you because the, the way <laughs> – the way you you approached me was not uh, in a, a friendly way. First off, you when you first came in contact with me, you you were like you were like kind of asking me questions like who are you, this and that, whatever. Straight up. So the situation which that you're referring to when I'm it came from Congress, to Texas. Okay, and that means absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> Y'all heard that? <laughs> absolutely nothing. Um, when you said when I when I saw you as far as evangelizing to you, um, we I come from a deliverance house, and so we pray for many people. We've seen different things um, when it comes to people's lives and what they struggle with. And you kind of just see or discern things that people are going to and link them to different things. And so when I met you, you uh, my mail. Okay, boy, stop. Uh, when I met you. Uh, we talked about some things, and then so hearing kind of some of your background and just you just talking. You didn't really tell me about your childhood and anything like that, but mm-hmm. just talking to you, I can kind of say, okay, he's lost. Number one, my God. <laughs> number two, lost he's searching for answers because anybody that asks a whole bunch of questions mean they're really searching for something. Mm-hmm. So you were asking questions, so I said well, he's open too, yeah. and I don't, I don't think you were completely closed down to mm-hmm. uh, to God and what what God wants to do with your life. So. When you started asking questions, I was like, okay, all right, this is my entry point to um, kind of, you know, give advice or really just give answers, somewhat godly answers to what your questions were. And if, if you were a Christian, your heart is to see everybody say because you don't want nobody going to hell. <laughs> that's a fact. Burning up. You don't want nobody going to hell. So you like... And it's not, I mean, that's not all of it, but you want people to have um, abundant life. You want people to have the best life, live their best life. And the only way you live your best life is through Jesus. So um, seeing that, I'm like, yo, all right, cool. Let me uh, let me go ahead and minister. 
So uh, when you mentioned right now, you said I didn't give you any Jesus talk. I don't recall all of it, so I don't know exactly what I said or what I did, <clears> but uh, I just know you asked questions, and I just started answering them. Well, not that you didn't give me Jesus talk, because Jesus was definitely in the mix, but uh, in the mix and in the midst. Uh-huh. Oh, I hear you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but uh, it wasn't so much um, – like Jesus wants you to do this, Jesus wants you to do that. It was just, it was really like just a mentor, a mentorship, a mentor evangelism ship. I'm making words up. You're definitely making it. And up. it was just like it was organic. It was not like a facts. And and then it was it was it was consistent. It was even to the point where you found out that I was staying with I can't say her name. Actually, I could say her name. No, and then you just will not. Dip it out on post, <laughs> but I won't. I was um, living with someone, and you found out, and it, it still didn't change. Uh, our relationship still didn't change. You you let it know, you let it be known that it was wrong, and you made you probably made like a little slight joke, but outside of that, you were still like still there for me. I mean, so. you gotta meet people where they are. I mean, it's a process. I ain't gonna expect you to change overnight. Mm-hmm. And being that you're just now coming into the knowledge of Jesus, it's like he got to work those things out in your soul. I can't save you; only Jesus can. And mm-hmm. so he's going to work those things out in your Y'all soul. hear that? Okay, man. Chill out. But I'm just saying, this, this is real, real facts. Like yes. when, we, when I when I was talking to you and building relationship, that's really what it was. Mm-hmm. You got to build a relationship with people because some people don't want to hear you out until you actually know who they are, know their name, know what they like, they dislike, you know, rather than just trying to just throw um, Jesus at people. So I was just like, yo, let me, you work with me, you my coworker. I'm going to see you every day. Eight nine hours a day. My Why not God. just like just build and then whatever comes of it comes of it. So that's what that's kind of like what I did. So I mean, I mean at the time I didn't think uh, it wasn't in the forefront of my mind. Like oh I'm about to I'm about to lead him to Jesus. It was <laughs> not. It was just really just my casual lifestyle, who I am and what I do. Mm-hmm. And because if you if you love Jesus, it's gonna just come out at some point. Yeah. At some point you're gonna talk about him throughout your day. Yeah. That's you just, love him. if you love him. And then you you mean you're a Christian and you, you believe in him, it's gonna come out some point. So I will ask this question. When is it and this is not for this is not for you, this is just a broad question. This is but when is it where you're talking to somebody, um, a person on a job, us Christians, we we double agents. We're we're in the marketplace, we're we're talking to somebody. Double agents. We're talking about Jesus. Double O seven. And it it uh it comes out the person that let me use this for example. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm all over the place today. My I'ma just say my brother, right? I'm my brother's not my brother. Kobe's here again. Shout out Kobe. Y'all can follow him oh, man, at Kobe. underscore creative cobra with a K on Instagram. Check out his vlog. Um but he uh, say he was my coworker, and I'm trying to, you know, talk to him and evangelize. And then eventually, he's like, you know what, man, I, I want to hear about it no more. Or he doesn't say it, but he kind of uh, loses interest in what you're talking about. When is it for us Christians to kind of take a step back and just, like you said, meet people where they are? At the point when he said he don't want to hear it. What if he didn't say <laughs> out of his mouth, I don't want to hear it? Well, even in his mannerisms or his character, how he acts, if he you can pick up when somebody don't want to talk about it or you know what I mean, discuss mm-hmm. it because they like kind of change the subject. 
Yeah. If you see that and it's consistent, it's kind of just like you have to live your lifestyle. You got to live, live it out. That's the type of type person when it comes to stuff like that, you just live it out. You just be the example. So yeah. you 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 set the standard for who you are and your <laughs> life and your walk and they'll soon see it. I'm pretty sure that my life is an example to a lot of different people, you know, that I come across with across, you know, as far as you like when you saw me working here, you you probably clearly saw there were some things I did, some things I did not do, and you probably asked, like, okay, why doesn't he do this? Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, people are going to ask questions within themselves about a certain person when they see them living a certain lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, I get that all the time. Like, Chris, you don't do what do you, what do you do? I'm like, I do a lot of different things. He does do just, a lot of different things. Just because I don't do what you do don't mean I don't do things. So I think that's the misconception when it comes to Christians. We feel like, especially, like, young, like, if you, like, 30 and younger, you know, Best life is going out, drinking, mm. smoking, doing all those things. And just because Correct. I don't do it means that I don't do nothing. No, I do things. I just don't do what you do. So, right. it, and, you know, but again, back to your question, it really is just about at that point, if a person just you can kind of feel, pick up that they really not feeling it, you just be friends. It's cool. It's it's okay to to talk. I'm not going to I'm not going to fall into sin or I'm not going to go. God's not going to be mad at me because I have a conversation with you and you're a sinner or you don't want to say it like this. You don't believe in Jesus mm-hmm. or you haven't confessed Jesus. So really, I just build with you, build relationship and just be the example and just make sure that I'm following in line with what the word says and what he's saying about my life. Speaking of the word, you were on the word. Network. This is real like religious talk. Like you really. It's not. The Bible. <laughs> Speaking of the word, you were on the word network. Oh my God. You said you was going to talk about this. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> man, you got to talk about it, man. Because wow. I got to segue out of the topic that we're okay. in. All right. Good so segue. you at the Word Network, you had a chance to be with, um, one. Of, is he like a spiritual uncle? Who? Pastor YPJ. Oh, yeah. That's my Spirit, uncle. Yeah, your uncle. Pastor Jason, too. Pastor uh, Jason Austin and then uh, Bishop Greg Davis. You were, y'all were in Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, yeah. Detroit. So you were up there in Detroit. It was about how many pastors there? Oh, like fifty, I think. Around the nation. Yeah. Oh, shout out to my my spiritual father, Apostle. Oh Jim yeah. Dwight, because of him, that's why how I got to where I was as far as Detroit's concerned. It's because of him. Shout out, Bob. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, but we don't talk about man. Thank you. Uh, but he, uh, he, you were um, you were there with about fifty other young. Preachers from America. Give or take, kind of young. And some of them were not young. Right. But, but I get the, the gist of it. Up and coming. Up and coming voices, right. yeah. Um, so when where did you find, so you said up and coming vo- voices. Perfect. My next question is, you, you have this fearlessness about you. Oh. Where did that come from? And when did you find your voice? I'm glad you said that. Um, that's something you see in me. Uh, Cause a lot of times when when people say things about a certain person, they may not feel the same way. Yeah. Um, so I would, you saying that I may not feel that, but I mean, uh, I mean we're not supposed to fear. But uh, what you see, uh, what you said, but um, when did I find my voice? I, I think I feel like I'm still <clears throat> finding my voice. I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, I'm still in cultivation, development of what what God the voice that he wants me to have in the earth and what he wants me to say and do. Um, but 
when you say voice, what are you pertaining to? What are, what are you speaking about? Uh, your your voice, like uh, your, I guess voice for me is like your confidence, mm-hmm. your um, articulation, your like your okay. voice, like who you are. Like I'm I'm like how uh, Pop just said last week. Like there's no more dumbing yourself down. Right. I am who I am. Yeah. When did you find? When did you find out, or are you still finding out? Uh, okay. Chris? So. Leading up to I am still finding out. I would say this. This happened to me. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but this That's happened okay. to me last uh, October. I think it was mm-hmm. October. We was at World Changers. Um, and before I went to World Changers, um, shout out to uh, Chief Apostle. Chief Apostle. Matthew Sixton. Matthew Sixton. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, before I went there, I actually prayed. And talk to the Lord because whenever I go to a different city or go to a conference like that, I want to make sure that I come back different. I want to make sure that I hear God and uh, what He's saying to me. Because uh, you pay all that money and go there and don't get any type of experience or change, it's really a waste of time. Mm-hmm. I done took off all my PTO and paid my money <laughs> to go there. To Chicago, flights and, and it ain't cheap. So, therefore, I want something to happen. <coughs> so, but before then, I prayed, talked to the Lord, and I said, Lord, I need you to speak to me and what you want me to do concerning the future and who I am, just because I'm, you know, a family man, too. I'm leading my family. Um, my wife, uh, Tanisha Smith. Psalmist. Uh, I've been married song. 12 years. So, uh, okay, whatever. Anyway, so... I have to say these things because I guess people don't know me, so I guess I gotta say. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so world changes. I went to world changes, and I remember he preached. Uh, he was talking about the ites, mm-hmm. and uh, he preached. A, it was the official night where he preached, uh, Doctor Matthew Stevenson. And one of the things out after the prayer, I remember hearing God tell me to own it. Um, and from that moment. I knew what that meant, and I knew that I needed to walk in owning what God has said about me. Now, leading up to this point, um, I started preaching when I was 19, um, and from that moment, it was a cultivation development, but when I got connected to my spiritual father, uh, Apostle Kevin Duhart. Shout out um, Pop again. uh, When I got connected to Pop, he helped navigate uh, I mean, in the right direction when it came to the things of God to hear God's voice concerning me and what he wants me to do in the earth and my voice, when you're speaking of voice, to develop that confidence, that that fearlessness. Um, he pointed me in the right direction. Um, and I will say this, and I'll go on record saying this anywhere I go. Uh, well, I don't care if I'm on Ellen. Uh, once I got filled with the Holy Ghost, that was the foundation and the setup for finding my voice. That was the setup that helped me find out and develop who I am in God. And so from that point, and that happened in November, I'll never forget the day, November 22nd, 2008. I still remember the address of the church, uh, the church <laughs> that had, it happened and all of that. And, it, and uh, actually, Apostle was preaching that night. Mm. Um, so... From that from that point, I think that's where it started to develop. And then I got to the point, like I said, in October um, of last year, 2019, where I actually heard the Lord say, okay, own it. You know what I've called you to do, the giftings that I put inside of you. He put some things inside of me, and he wants me to own. 
and it's not just limited to preaching. It's it's many different things. That's right. You know, and so I'm walking out those things currently. Uh, this being one of them. Uh, and uh, what is this? I don't as far as the podcast, interviewing, and yeah. things like that, and me only having my own podcast. Yeah. Um, Which I will be on. But y'all be on, so I'll let y'all know when the king is going to. What's the name of your podcast? Don't worry about it. <laughs> he don't, I'm gonna steal it. But I'm anyway, steal it one of his segments. Yeah. So that. So amongst many other things, influencer, content creator, all those things. I have all those giftings and things that I do. Um, I'm just owning it and not apologizing about it. So you said a lot. So out for the person out there that's. Um, driving or really not sitting down paying attention because I know y'all don't really be paying attention because y'all miss a whole bunch of the gems that people be dropping but for those that just heard the ending it, uh, it's a gifting to be an influencer or content creator uh, you know those kind of people those are different kind of people it's a, I think it's a gift to be a creative a creative now we are all creative in some sort but everybody's not a creative right so it is a gifting it's a gift to be an influencer not everybody has that and i think you'll know that as a if you don't know you can kind of go back into your childhood and tell if you were an influencer or not I, I believe everybody everybody is an influencer everybody, everybody. To, yes to to a certain extent everybody certain has something it's what you do with it and how yeah. you manage it manage it because there's sometimes you you can influence people in the wrong way yeah so everybody has a sense of influence is how you manage it manage it and cultivate it yeah and so um yeah i, I think everybody it, it's just about again, like I said, owning it, knowing that you have influence, and then managing it correctly, and and really uh, doing things in a positive way with your influence. <sighs> influence. I remember. I'm just, just a sidebar. First day, because he talked for a long time on that part. But oh, first day, you asked me, and I I said I answered I the best I way I could. Don't come for me. <laughs> and I just want to let y'all know, for the record, he has gloss polish on his fingers <laughs> and I've been watching him this whole time wave his hand with this Windex <laughs> shine on his fingernail. I do have and you better not cut this part. I won't cut it. I, I do get uh pedicures and I make sure that they do give me a gel gloss on my nails. You I, need to stop with the gloss. Because I, I like them to look clean all the time and not dingy at all. Gotcha. So I do. Uh uh I, th- I mean, I take care of myself. I get the eyebrows done. I make sure my beard is Not right. the brows. Oh, yeah. They got to stay. In. They got to. Why this, are we talking about me? Because that is not what's up. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I understand the nails, but not the, not the I eye- gotta eyebrows. I got to get the brow because I get unibrow. I'll be walking around here looking like Anthony Davis. And there's nothing wrong with that. They call him the brow. He the only one. <laughs> He's the only one that can be a brow. He got that bird on his face. Um, <clears throat> uh, First time filled with the Holy Ghost. January 1st, 2016, oh, it was at formerly uh, our church, now All Nation Worship Assembly, San Antonio, formerly known as The Rock, Apostle Barbara McClain. She's the one. And she saw me uh, uh, in the spirit. No way she, she could see me because I was sitting all the way in the back. She said, there's a young man in here. Uh, you just got your heart broken. My girlfriend at the time just broke up with me that night. She Man. said, you had your family come with you. There's no, she does not know that. I did not tell anybody this. She's sharp. And she said, uh, and you're wearing a white shirt. And I was like. Man, she said all that. I, I don't down. remember all that. I looked down and I was like, whoop. 
time for me to go because it was at the end. I've been wanting to go the whole time, but growing up in a religious context, um, work from um, <clears throat> where I was raised, I was actually told that the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues, you have to have an, an interpreter there. Oh, God. We're not going to get into that. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> no, we're not. But when I was there, I was like, oh, I'm not doing that because I don't know what they're talking about. And then it came out to be I spoke in it and it's a different language and I actually love it. We should talk we should do it right now. Now that I do remember I remember this though. I remember being in this room and I invited you to Oh yeah New let, Year's Eve. Okay, let me now, let that me part you. I do remember. Let me tell it. It was on multiple occasions. And this is this is why this is why I love Chris so much. Because he told me straight up he, he said it. What'd you say? I said, you hyping. No, I'm not. I'm not. He said straight up, he said, hey, I'm going to invite you to this, uh, to our New Year's Eve service. He said, if you come, it's going to change your life. He's like, I'm telling you, man, it's going to change your life. It's going to change your life. Trust me, just come. And he said, don't come with an expectation. Just come. Not expecting, you know, don't come with your guard up or whatever the case may be. I can't remember pinpoint what he said, but he said, come. It's gonna change your life, and when I went, I got filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I left there. Listen, this this is me getting free because don't nobody know that I left there. I went to one of my friends' house, and I got. I actually I probably should have said we're gonna edit that part out, but something had happened that night, and after that I was like, man, I can't do this no more, and um. After that moment, oh, it, what a wonderful change! It Hallelujah. was. It was a transformation, <laughs> which is like, <clears throat> I don't think, I'll say, I don't think it takes, and then this can kind of be like an argument point for you. I don't think it takes, uh, in the church context, for a man to change, because there's different ways for transformation to happen. I think one of the Best ways to challenge. Don't be sniffling on this podcast. Sorry. Uh, I ain't got no Rona. He got the Roni. No. Um, the best thing. Uh, it's not. It's not. I, I believe the best way to transform is through the transformation of Jesus Christ and salvation and things like that. But let's get off of that. What are other ways for men? Or women who are listening, shout out the ladies, but don't shout out me because I'm engaged. Shout out Sarah. <laughs> Hello. And uh, I got to clear that up because I was told on, on Tuesday that uh, remember God because you're going to get popular. So popularity, right. it comes in. Don't them, forget about me. <laughs> the popularity, it comes in the Jezebels. Okay. Uh, Next. <laughs> but... Uh, you um, so tell the people what are other ways to transform, not in the spiritual context, because we don't want to give people too. <clears throat> I'm, it's never too much Jesus, never. I'm I'm not saying that, but let's give them practical ways oh. to transform <coughs> black males. It, but even even with that, you're gonna have some biblical principles. Because um, people operate in biblical principles and don't realize that they are. Because yep. they, they don't read the Bible, so they don't know that what they're actually doing. And even some of these help books or whatever, 
that these people are just sure. taking biblical principles and giving mm. packaging and giving it to you like it's their own. But really, it came from God. It came from him. So, huh? But some practical things for a male. Um, what I would say, I would say one of the things I think that I want to just be narrow in a sense because all cultures and nationalities probably don't listen to this, but in general, men struggle sometimes with their identity. So something practical, I would say, is it has to be some type of encouragement for a male. It has to be some type of encouragement. So thinking in positive things, involving yourself around positive people, uh, reading positive things, things, listening to positive things. Because, um, you know, it, there's this thing, I, I guess, in, in the world. Uh, and, and again, it's a biblical principle about speaking into the environment or the world or the universe or the universe and the universe is going to produce what you what you spoke. That's that's nothing different than the biblical truth of life and death is in the power of your tongue. Yeah, that's it. But same time, I think something practical is listening and speaking positivity over yourself and 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 self development in the sense of uh taking care of yourself fit like tra- that's transformation yeah all of those things um but it's really hard to get away from the spiritual aspect because mm-hmm. you really you need Jesus Tr- yeah. for true transformation yes. and so then we got to ask ourselves the question when it comes to transformation what are you speaking about what are you speaking towards like transformation in what um, to kind of narrow it down because in general, like, you know what I'm saying, overall broad scope, you just like... But you but you answered it, so I don't okay. want to narrow it down. Okay. You did you did exactly what I thought okay. and how you answered. Okay. And we'll just leave that right there. Cool. That's another gem for y'all. Um, this guy is full of gems. Okay. He, he's gems. G-E-M-S, not <laughs> gems as in J-I-M-S because they got some good tortilla soup. But Never had it. You kn- what? No. Kobe, go get us some gems. Oh, um, 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 I was gonna, I was gonna make a joke, but I'm not because you don't have a mic. But one day we'll get you a mic. To my brother. Um. So, let's get to, um, this uh, transformation in. Uh, not this is not for you. Now, if it's happening, you can answer. Transformation of a of a body, a body of people. It could be a organization. It could be a church. It could be a team. It could be schools. Mm-hmm. Trans. How do you get people to? Buy in of transformation of like changing, <clears throat> changing their, changing the way that they do life for the better, not to just say changing them. And if you say life, are you talking about it pertains to the organization or outside of the organization? Because you said church, whatever. As, as far as the organization, a, uh, uh, a mass of people. So like okay, so if you have like an organization, a business, yeah. how do you get those people to accept change? Yes. Okay, 
Um, first off, it starts with the leader. Uh, leadership <laughs> is is vital. Is important. Um, and when it comes out, I believe it's uh, John Maxwell. I, I, I read I read a lot of his things and his 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 how books and stuff. How often like do you read? Um, Sidebar. I mean, every day. It depends on it. It's different things, whether it's the Bible or uh, some leadership book or some book pertaining to my gift. Um, just different things. That's why you're so sharp. Okay. Because you read. And you you're you, you really hocking right now. Sip your tea. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? train So, yeah, with the leadership, and like I said, John Maxwell, uh, he has a, a law called the law of the buy in. And a lot of people don't want to accept change or they don't see they don't want to go with change uh because they really haven't bought into the vision that the person the leadership is selling to them and so when you're all in and you're bought into that person as a leader when they give you something that switches up your whole thing you're gonna go with them because you trust them and you bought into their leadership and who they are as a person, and you know that their ra- their record is is credible in the sense the way they they they're reliable, if yeah. you will. You know what I mean. And so, uh, when it comes to like church, like because when I think about things that I've led, or even being uh, to be a great leader, you got to be a great follower. Uh, <laughs> so being under a, gr- a great leader, a leadership. Uh, that I have been under for the past ten years, um, ten, ten years. But that's one of the longest uh, organizations I've ever been a part of, and and so being under great leadership has shown me that I bought into the leader, and mm-hmm. because I bought into the leader, and I know that leader is reliable, is trustworthy, loyal. Then what the leader gives me in the vision that the leader casts. I'm going to go with that because I know they haven't done me wrong in the past. Now, leaders do make mistakes. Yes. <clears throat> but it still, again, boils down to the leader. Like, the leader going to come back and apologize, say, hey, I, I probably did this wrong. I did. That's a, that's a good leader. And so I think um, a way for an organization to kind of close it down, a way the organization to accept change, and because uh, uh, Pastor, my sister, Pastor Show. She says it all the all the time that change is every day acceptable, or should be, uh, and so we should always be looking to change and adapt to, uh, adapt to things changing around us because the world changes every day, cultures change, things shift, so we just gotta adapt to it. But yeah. again, the way to adapt to it and accept it is typically it's gonna be a person that's out in the forefront that's leading, that we got that we trust that what they're changing up, what they're implementing. Is for our benefit, and if we trust the leader, we trust the change and the the vision that they're gonna show or cast to us. So, um, hope that answered your question. No, it did. You have you have um, open ended responses, um, <laughs> but I mean, hopefully everybody, hopefully the people are, are listening and they are taking. Are oh, you wanting to bring it to some result? What you <laughs> no, taking in what you're saying? Um, so. Uh, my brother just I guess he was fixing my hair um, but he's having like a full production in here now. <clears throat> man that's what it is man creative pro if y'all need video thank you for that if y'all need y'all want videos if y'all if y'all want videos if y'all want 
uh, pictures done, graduation season right around the corner, you know, I got some of the best, uh, I, I actually, I don't have, I partner with some of the best uh, photographers and videographers in the city of San Antonio, and they're young, and they can get this work done. So if y'all need, if y'all need that for grad season, if you need for birthdays, speaking engagements, whatever, I'm your guy. You can follow me at underscore creative king. That's C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E-K-I-N-G. <coughs> now, back Hold to up. our regular scheduled programming. Um, uh, 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 so yes, so you get the buy-in basically because you trust, because you trust your leader. Yeah. So, so my question would be, how long, cause I can, I mean, I can talk about oh, this no way you going. all the time. No, 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 no. Trust me. I, I'm not going to trust me. I know, but I know where you're going right now. How long does it? take oh this two-part question first give me what is trust and then how long does it take to trust someone Jesus. Um, well I'm trying to help the people because I know I know y'all we all need the help and trust when it comes to when it comes to trust uh, I believe trust is just really you relying on a relying on a person when you, you trust someone you're relying on them mm-hmm. depending on them um and trust is earned and typically people trust in a person when they, when a person is really have always been there and been reliable mm-hmm. and so i don't know if i have a definite time frame when it comes to that that's really led by you and how you feel and, and being led of your, your spirit and what, what you feel when Great it comes answer. to a person. You said what? Great answer. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's depending, again, it's depending on you. But, again, trust is just really relying and depending on a person. And if I know a person is, 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 is reliable, trustworthy, again, like I said earlier, and loyal, and they have my best interests at heart, then I'm, I'm gonna trust you until you abuse that trust. Then again, then we'll have to backtrack and work our way through that process and see where it goes from there. Because again, trust is earned. Trust is earned, not bought. <clears throat> That's what I said. He didn't say that, but I'm saying trust is earned, not bought. Um, you spoke earlier about being married for 12 years. That's about the age of my brother. Kobe is, what are you, 13? 21. Uh, (laughs) He's 21, so he's, flip that, he's 21, but almost the age of him. So you and... Nowhere near. Huh? Nowhere near his age. It's kind of close. So... um, Now you're 21? I got married when I was 21. Yeah, see? But see how it's, see? See how we're kind of... No. Yeah. Kind of like doing this thing, but um, you um, do. Do you want me to refer? I'm gonna refer to Nisha as that's because I call her Nisha. Nisha, Nish. Okay, yeah, Nisha. Okay, cool. We're um, known as Chris and Nish. Just so you know, you can follow us on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Chris and Nish. You look us up. We on there. Okay, we got some videos on there. You check us out. We're gonna be relaunching soon. You you will have time to do all I'm of that. I'm just saying, you, you said her name, so I got to put out there. That's okay. my girl. 
Go ahead. So y'all been married for twelve years. You've known her for the expanse of how long? I've known of her and known her uh, since I was a kid at elementary school. So Went to the same kid. church. His eyes just lit up. I'm telling y'all, he loves his wife, oh boy, his best friend. <laughs> um, you did. I, he was like, oh, man, I know her eyes got big as a. Uh, uh, uh. I did not get big. Okay. All right. Go ahead, man. You look ain't got video because people would have saw it. They said, oh, look. Maybe you should have video next time. Yeah, we're going to wait on that. <laughs> no, nah, you full production. That's the thing. <laughs> this is a sidebar. But people been saying, you going to have video, you going to have video. This is the thing. I've learned by trial and error not to launch prematurely. Uh, come on here. Because if I can't withstand what I'm trying to put out, it's no point. If I give you video one time, and then I don't give video to the eighth episode. It's inconsistent. Y'all be consistent in what y'all doing. Okay. It, it, I thought this was an interview. Are you preaching? If y'all are gonna, if y'all are going to launch something, take the time out to plan it. My brother, he has great ideas, but I tell him all the time, take your time out to plan it. So when it comes to that time, time is it goes by like that. So when it comes to so you execute, plan, you plan this. I plan this. Okay. So don't the, don't. Why don't, were you late? Don't, that, now that is different, but oh, okay. my shell of who I was going to record, what gotcha. we going to talk about, that's planning. Gotcha. And see, you didn't. All right, you wasting the time. Man. No, you wasting time. So back to because we got to wrap up. We at forty five minutes, so we got about about twelve more. But um, your you and your wife, your best friend, really, I know y'all have a long. Um, life as of now and more to come years to come but in in this short kind of paragraph tell me about how y'all cultivated a uh, a friendship before the relationship bars so that was you kind of took my answer but like what you said friendship was what it was and we developed that by just how you do with any friendship you get to know each other and so that's what we did we hung out got to know each other and just just spend time with each other yeah. so that's how we developed it and um we were consistent with it that's another thing with friendship you just consistent and so we were consistent we hung out we got to know each other and that's how we developed that friendship that's what makes our relationship real strong it, it and it is like when when if y'all have ever seen Chris and Nish together interact either on Facebook or just in person, that is not an act. That is like a real life thing. They actually, they actually do that. Like they're really. Um, so they actually do love each other. I'm like, what else are we supposed to do? No, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, they actually do that. Like they actually like are like best friends, like for real. And I told him before, I literally. Um. I take stuff from different couples and I try to um, make it my own in a way. And I told them, like, dude, I admire how you and Nisha, like, how y'all are, like, best friends, how y'all joking stuff and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I kind of uh, told my fiance, my girlfriend, which was at the time, and she was she was down. So we started joking on each other and making fun. You, you poke fun at Nisha all the time, especially, uh, like, this past week. How you was on Facebook Live and she she was not having it. Yeah, yeah, but that's so cool that um, to see people interact like that in their marriage. I think it keeps it fresh. Any relationship keeps it fresh. 
um, and give you something more than something. Mm. Huh? Something more than something. What does that mean? Something more than something. Yeah, trust me, the viewers got it. Oh, okay. Something more than something. That gives you something hmm, more than something mm. after you get married. Yeah, but don't nobody want to say amen. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, we're about to, um, we're almost done. I'm going to get you, I'm going to get a music uh, uh, breakdown from you really quick. And then I'm going to call my dad because I have a new segment that I'm um, bringing out, Life Lessons with Pop. And he's going to give you a life lesson. If you would have, not, not, not Pop, not um, Apostle. Okay. My dad. Your dad gonna give me a life yeah. lesson. Okay. So uh that's gonna be really fun. Um but music. Um what what do you listen to and what don't you listen to? Oh god. I'm the wrong person to ask. No, I, I you're the right person because you told me something and I heard it echoed. I guess you were echoing what you were taught. But um, you were telling me it's a difference between profane mm. and secular. Correct. So we can listen to secular music mm-hmm. as Christians because you work at a secular job. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's okay to listen to secular music unless it's not profane. Can you just give me like a little... You shouldn't open this up right now. Profane. Because you know people want to... That's going to be... That can be a 30-minute... <laughs> conversation, no, but, but you ain't talking to him. They, they no, but I'm just saying quickly because I can go on and on about that because mm. you can ask multiple questions. But for me, you're talking about for me. For I'm you. not gonna speak to anybody else. For me, um, I'm very careful on our life. Oh, I heard it just like this. Our life has a soundtrack, and there were certain moments in my life that was scored by certain songs. Mm. And so I don't listen to certain songs or certain type of songs because it reminds me of a scene in my life I don't really want to recall. I'm going to say it that way. So there are certain things I listen to, certain things I don't, and the things that I listen I do listen to a lot of worship. That's every day. There's mm-hmm. not a day I really don't, I don't listen to a worship song. I listen to a worship song every single day. Um, I sometimes work out to gospel or worship music. That's my choosing. Now, I'm not saying I'm super spiritual. It's just what I do. Um, but I do listen to some secular music. And like when we talked about profane and secular, profane, you know, you we know what that is. Okay? Beep, beep, yeah, beep, all beep, that. Beep, but beep, you got to know this. Here's the, here's the, I'm going to give you this real quick, probably in two minutes, to try to give it to you. Again, we talked about the power of words. We, that's that's how things were created. So, therefore, the Uh-oh. Bible talks about how the word is seed. That's what the Bible talks about, word is seed. And life is in the power of the tongue, right? So, therefore, when I listen to certain songs, I listen to certain things that are being spoken, that's being sown into my heart. So, if I want to listen to profane things, that speak ill about women, down talk women, down talk men, talk about uh, sexual perverse things, talk about stealing, killing, all that other stuff, those are seeds being sown into my heart. Mm-hmm. Now, we say, well, I ain't going to go out and kill nobody. Well, 
we don't know how that season gonna manifest. Who, how many people are you killing with your mouth? The whoop. You know what I mean? So it manifests different ways, even with the thing with, with fear. It, whatever it is, the words of whatever can be sewn into your heart. So I'm careful on what words are being sewn into my heart. So it's profane words. I'm not going to let it be sewn in my heart. If it's positive words, yes. Secular, not all secular songs are profane. Mm-hmm. Some of them just talk about love. God is love. You know what I mean? So some just talk about life and heartbreak because Christians have heartbreak. Christians have all kinds of yeah. issues and things like that. So therefore... I may listen to something like that. But again, as long as it's, you know what you can and cannot handle. That's one right. of the reasons I'm getting to. You, you know what you can and cannot handle. If you know you can't handle Tank, don't listen to Tank. Hello? If you know you can't handle this person, then it makes you feel the same way, then don't listen to it. So we have this thing mm-hmm. like, oh, I can handle it. No, you really can't. You can. We got to be honest with ourselves and know what you can and cannot listen to. Yeah. So that's just me. That's how I kind of gauge it. Can I handle it? Does it bring up? I things out of my soul that I'm really trying to I got out but mm-hmm. trying to revisit let me just not listen to that let me listen to this uh, so I pick and choose just based on my own convictions and filters in my heart uh, his own convictions right. and the filters of his heart this is for him he's not blanking this for all Christians mm-hmm. or whatever let that be clear this is for this is for him and this is what he does and um that kind of helped me out a little bit too, because I stopped. Um, my brother can um, agree to this. I kind of stopped listening to um, certain music for a certain time because it would take me back to a place. If I felt like I was into this song and I'm like, oh, this bring me back to that time where I was at a party and I was getting loose and stuff, I can't listen to that kind of music. Mm-hmm. I just can't. And you know what you can and can't listen to. Certain music is geared towards pulling those emotions out of you just like he said tank so don't be listening to tank and don't go to tank i'm concert. not see don't say don't listen to t- <laughs> man look let me tell you something. i'm not gonna listen to william mcdowell with my wife friday right. night i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna listen to something else because mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna set an atmosphere and an environment conducive for whatever i want to happen the it. result so that's the same thing we do in worship we yeah. sing certain songs <laughs> and we're worshiping praise to god to make the atmosphere conducive to get the result that we want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the same likewise with my wife or a friend. I'm a, if I'm hanging out and it's a summer day, I might play Summertime by Will Smith. You know, yeah. I'm just throwing that summer, out there. Summer, but summertime. it's to produce and create an atmosphere and environment for us to do, have fun. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to kind of gauge that based on your own convictions because I don't want to place my convictions on somebody else. He answered that really well because, you know, I ain't. All right, I'm calling my dad right now. Please. I am nervous right now about what your dad is about to say. <laughs> no, dad. Yeah. You live on the Royal Address, okay? So don't say nothing crazy. You hear me? You know who you're talking to. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm sitting here with... Um, he's a pastor, Dad. Pastor Chris, you might have met him before he goes to my church. We were talking about um, transformation and transforming. That was the kind of base of what we talked about today. So I need you to give him a life lesson, either on transformation. What? Just give me a word, Chris. What you want a life lesson on? You already had it set up. That's fine. Okay. He said he want a life lesson on transforming your life. Hmm. hmm here you go. Man. You should have gave me a little notice on that. You know, I got so much in this dome up here. 
All right, come on. Give yeah. me a second. Give me a second. Let him think. Off the okay, I got a simple one, real simple. Uh, you remember the, the the analogy I gave you about uh, the fork in the road? No. The high ground. Low ground. No. Okay. Mr. Chris, Pastor Chris, yes, sir. This is your transformation. <laughs> Excuse me. You're going down the road, and with, with your mate, your friend, whoever, you know, you're just going down the road, and all of a sudden you come to a fork in the road, and one one goes downhill, and one you go uphill. You never lose sight of that person because that person can look up and see you or you can look down and see them. Sometimes the road comes back. Sometimes it keeps climbing. Sometimes it keeps going down. At the end of the day, the transformation, what, what I'm saying is, that's how life is. You're going to lose sight of people. Sometimes you might go down the road and you come back together in that transformation. But at sometimes you may never see that person again. Do you get what I'm getting at? Got you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's a very simple. It, 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 when you say transformation or transforming, what I'm what I'm saying is, it, it's just uh, it, it's life's path, and it's that simple. Thank you, Dad. Love you. Love you too, son. All right, bye. Thank you. So basically, I guess I'm, I don't remember the analogy, but basically, I guess my dad was saying uh, transformation <clears throat> for some people. And I think he was he was projecting a little bit that when you're in that fork, sometimes you'll see somebody at a different height or low. It's kind of like you just going, y'all are on the same kind of path, but mm-hmm. people just take different routes, I guess. I look at it as decisions. Decisions. When, then whenever you come to a fork in a row, I think about decisions. So you can take the low or the high. That's what I, mean, I gather from it. Well, there you go. That's life lessons with Pop. Um Make wise decisions. <laughs> I told him that I was calling him. I don't know why he act like he. I don't know. Proper planning, Kevin. Proper planning. <laughs> he, but he knew that. Uh, whatever. Um, Just so, so y'all know, I'm gonna be on next week. We had a part two. I don't know what happened. He had scheduled it, so I just cleared up my schedule to do a part two, talking about uh, life and love relationships. So make sure y'all tune in next week. <laughs> that's not a th- <laughs> what <laughs> part two. We, uh, I will have you on the. Oh man, that was fun. I just always wanted to say that, like, the, sound real deep on the yes. radio. I'm like, yo, just let y'all know we will have a part two. The next time I have you yeah, on, in. it'll be um, with your wife, the Chris and this show. Oh, have them on. It, that's gonna be live because my wife is wonderful. Yes. All right. So you haven't listened uh, fully through uh, episode one of the Royal Address, but I play a game at the end. Yeah, he not ready. He not ready. <laughs> this, it's true I have, like your like your dad said, I have a choice. He didn't say this, but that's bad. it's a fork in the road right now, yeah. and I can choose whether to go. But the, but you still way. have to, yeah, but you still going to truth. truth that don't mean I gotta go too. <clears throat> All right, go. it's truth or false, man. It's okay. real easy. I promise. True or false. You. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. All now, I told my dad, it's true or false. So all you gotta say is true or false. No explanation. Okay. All right. How many questions? I think I'm going to do five. Okay. I'm going to try to do five. 
Kobe looking at me kind of weird. I don't know what's about to happen. Yeah, because when you finish ep- uh, episode one, you understand. All right, true or false? True or false? You write music. True. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. True or false? Y'all heard that he write music. He's I a do. writer, like Neo. Okay, not like Neo, but <laughs> Neo is a great writer, though. He is. All right, true or false? You want three boys? False. Okay. True or false? You're trying to tap into the prophetic. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because the way you close your eyes. I did, not. but that might have been something else. True or yeah, false? It was all <laughs> Jump back in the stream. Let's go. Okay. True. <laughs> that was not prophetic. Kind of close my eyes. Hey, you were trying to be. True. Uh, no, I was trying to. Don't yeah, explain me... yourself. Go to the third question. Golly. All right. I missed my other true or false. I had a really good one. Oh, true, true or false? You. Easy one. True or false? You spend uh, a lot of time. With God. True. True. True or false? Fourth question. True or false? You can sing. False. That's not true. No, it's true because he sings on Sundays. No, it's false. <laughs> do you I not sing songs really... of the Lord? Okay. You said you can sing? Do you or sing? do you sing? No, you can sing. No, no. You said you can sing. Do you have do you have vocal pitch? ability? Vocal ability I don't have. I can, I can, I will sing. I'm not going to say it's going to sound great or good, but I can sing, but it's not going to be. You're making me explain. I just told you false. You, you to. should have just took my answer. You're going to tell me no. How you going to tell me? Because I bet you everybody else going to say no. He does sing. Okay. All right. True or false? Biggest question of the day. Mm. True or false? I'm your brother. I knew you was about to say that. False. <laughs> Never say obvious brother. He always Let the says record that. show it's false. <laughs> God dog it. All right, well, uh, Chris, I'm so glad that we gotta sit down and talk. We probably do need to do a part two um about this. You would make a really good uh co host because you kinda we kind of uh fed off each other really well today. But oh, let people know where they can find you. You can find me at twenty three ninety one Northeast Loop Four Ten. <laughs> No, I'm playing. Um, you can what well, that plug? Yeah, twenty three ninety one Northeast Loop fourteen, Sweet three hundred, All Nations Worship Assembly, San Antonio. Yeah, come Meet out. me there at nine thirty, twelve o'clock. Ain't no Our good. Apostle Kevin Duhart, Pastor Lisa Duhart, awesome leaders. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, um, uh, you can catch me on Chris. I believe it's Chris D Smith eighty six on Instagram, and Christopher Smith on Facebook. What is what does the D stand for, Chris? D. My middle initial. And what is your middle Chris initial? Chris D. Smith, <laughs> 86. You know what? It's Douglas. Doug. I'm Dougie. not ashamed of that. That's my father's name. My father's my name Dougie? is Douglas Smith. Hey. So my middle name is Douglas. Christopher Douglas Smith. Let that be on tape. And and your and um people can follow your uh your show with your uh, wife, Chris Inish. 
Chris and Nish. It's the I believe it's the and sign. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's the and sign. sign. So Chris, Chris and Nish, Nish, N I S H. Yeah. So again, thank y'all for tuning in to the Royal Address. Y'all know I try to keep this up under an hour, but today I had a long-winded uh, preacher guest. No, you did not. By uh, <laughs> my brother, my uh, uncle, and um, uh, uh, one of one of my uh, closest guys. This guy's actually standing in my wedding. I'm not ending this. Can can you can you ask the question? Are you standing in my wedding? True or false? <laughs> no, please ask. Ask please. <laughs> Are you standing in my wedding? False. <laughs> he is. Uh, I told him before I even knew who I was marrying. Before I even knew, I told him that he was standing in my wedding because he's had um, significant. I haven't bought a tux yet. Influence. No money like, has the, gone. The out. wedding is in November. It's okay. I will and he been not. in the gym, so he's gonna be. Oh, I've been in the gym for my own personal health. But he's gonna be strong though, so you probably gonna need another tux. Man, you supposed to end this anyway. I am ending it. Let me. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much uh, for taking the time out. I need to go get my eyes checked. It was only at 1233. You so blinded me with your glossy nails. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm about to meet you. <laughs> so, hey, until next time, uh, y'all y'all follow me on Instagram at underscore Creative King. You can also follow me on Twitter at underscore Creative King and on Facebook at Kevin E. King II. And he is a superhero. His nickname is Gloss Man. <laughs> Until next time, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to the Royal Address. Peace. Stadium status. Uh. My big brother was Big's brother. Used to be Dame and Big's brother. Who was hip hop brother? Who was no ID friend? No ID my mentor. And I let the story begin. It's the hard knock life tour. Sell out picture us in the mall. Copping iceberg and yell out Jigger. Yeah, that's a weird yell out. Yell out. You know the name, do I gotta spell out or tell about J A Y? And yay, so shy. Man, he won't even step to his idol to say hi. Standing there like a mime and let the chance pass by. Back of my mind, he could change your life With all these beats I did, at least let him hear At least you could brag to your friends back at the gig But he got me out my mama crib Then he helped me get my mama a crib Big brother was Big's brother Used to be Dame and Big's brother Who was hip-hop brother? Who was no ID friend? No ID my mentor Now let the story begin, begin Let the story begin If you feel the way I feel, why don't you wave your hands? Fresh off the plane, I'm off the baseline. Nothing handed out, I'm about to take mine. Around the same time of that blueprint one. And these beats in my pocket was that blueprint form. I play my little songs in that old back room. He'd bob his head and say, damn, oh, that's you. But by the black album, I was blacking out. Party at SOBs and we had packed the crowd. Big brother got a show up in Madison Square. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we gon' be there. But not only did I not get a chance to spit it, Colleen told me I could buy two tickets. I guess Big Brother was thinking a little different and kept Little Brother at bay at a distance. But everything that I felt was more focused, only made me more focused, only wrote more potent. Only thing I wanna know.
know is why I get looked over. I guess I understand when I get more older. Big brother saw me at the bottom of the totem. Now I'm on the top and everybody on the scrotum. My big brother was Big's brother. Used to be Dame and Big's brother. Who was hip hop brother? Who was no ID friend? No ID my mentor. Now let the story begin. Begin. Let the story begin. If you feel the way I feel, why won't you wave your hands? Have you ever walked in the shadow of a giant? Not only a client, the presidito. Ola Ovito. The game getting foul, so here's a free throw. I was always on the other side of the peephole. Then I dropped Jesus Walks, now I'm on the steeple. And we know New Jack City gotta keep my brother But to be number one, I'ma beat my brother On that Diamonds remix, I swore I spazzed Then my big brother came through and kicked my Sibling rivalry, only I could see It was the pride in me that was driving me At the Grammys I said I inspired me But my big brother who always tried to be When I kicked the flow, it was like pick and roll Cause even if he gave me the rock, it's give me go I guess being style was more of a slam dunk And my sh- was more like a finger roll But I had them singles though And I'm f- at the show going mingle yo Hey, y'all know I told Jay I did a song with Coldplay Next thing I know he got a song with Coldplay Back in my mind I'm like No way, translate Espanol, no way Jose Then I went and told Jay Brown Shoulda known that was gonna come back around Should've taught you like a man, should've told you first But I told somebody else and that's what make it worse My big brother was Big's brother So here's a few words from your kid brother If you admire somebody, you should go ahead and tell them People never get the flowers while they can still smell them I idle in my eyes, God of the game Heart of the city, Rockefeller chain Never be the same, never be another Number one young hope, also my big brother My big brother was Big's brother Used to be Dame and Big's brother Who was hip-hop brother, who was no ID friend No ID my mentor, and that's where the story ends